Welcome to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast with Rob Peters. That's right, Rob Peters is back doing a podcast, but this time it's about bringing in guests and sharing experiences and information to help you create a better DJ business for you, your clients, and your community. Now, here's a guy who likes to wear his sunglasses at night, Rob Peters. Hey, everybody. Thanks for the download. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you decided to tune in today. I'm going to be chatting with Mitch Taylor coming up in a little bit. We're going to talk about some sales tactics and techniques and questions you should be asking. It's going to be a great conversation, so stay tuned for that. Been a busy few weeks here at RPE. We wrapped up our summer months and finished up bubble party season and then transitioned over into a very busy month for weddings and fall festivals and corporate events. And we're gearing up for the holidays right now. So a little side tip for everybody today. If you haven't started thinking about getting your offerings out there for the holiday season, this is a good time to start because with the change of back to school and the change in seasons, it's on their radar, especially in the corporate world. So take a moment and go through that. Make sure you've got everything lined up. Make sure you know what you're offering. Believe it or not, it's going to be a lot more competitive this year than it was last year. In the show notes, I'm going to share an article from last holiday season about how holiday parties were down about 30%, and it could be attributed to the Me Too movement and how we may want to rethink some of the services we offer. Some great ideas there. And if you need some help at any time, you want to drop an email, you want to make a podcast episode over it, I'll be glad to do it for you. Just very simply, shoot me an email, rob at robpetersentertainment.com, or put something up on the Facebook wall for the podcast. Stay tuned. Mitch Taylor's up next. You're listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Experience what 3D audio sounds like with Floyd Rose headphones. I absolutely love my pair, and I know you'll love a pair too. The comfortable over-the-ear design combined with sound that travels around your head brings you sound like no other. And when you're trying to be in the mix, it's important that you can hear not only what you're mixing out of, but what you're mixing into. And Floyd Rose headphones do just that, featuring a new technology that enhances the human ear and gives the listener 3D sound that has a broader range with perfect highs, mids, and lows. Get your pair today. Order them online at floydroseaudio.com. That's floydroseaudio.com. Hey friends, IDJ Now is one of the places I go to for my gear, for their friendly service, their competitive pricing, and an awesome staff. Whether I'm dealing with them on the phone or online, they know what customer service is all about. IDJ Now carries everything you need for gear, including speakers, controllers, lights, uplighting, cases, accessories, and so much more. Check out their website, idjnow.com. They now have a really cool financing program through a firm, and you can find out about all of that and check out the pricing and the gear at idjnow.com. Hey, everybody. As you know, RPE, we do a lot of bar nights. And you know, I use speed quizzing smartphone trivia from my bar trivia nights because it is the future of bar trivia that features a friendly app that your customers are going to download. You play the hosted game and they get to submit their answers electronically. Not only have I used it 
not only have I used it for my bar nights, but I've found ways to incorporate it into other events I do, including corporate events and holiday parties. Speed quizzing events are great because there are no pens, no paper, and no cheating. Find out more about speed quizzing today at speedquizzing.com. Do you remember going back to school in the fall and the teacher asking you what you did over the summer? Well, I'm proud to say that I created more weekday revenue with the Bubble Parties Business Program. In fact, I was out at least four days a week doing some fun shows for kids ages three to seven. Plus, I even booked a wedding for one of the teachers. The Bubble Parties Business Program makes it easy to get started in making money doing these kinds of shows in your market. Get our free special report at bubbleparties.com. Being joined today by a colleague of mine who I've learned a lot from, and it's a pleasure to have you on the show today, Mitch Taylor. Welcome. Thank you, Rob. Thanks for having me on the show today. This guy, if you ever call his cell phone, has probably by far one of the most unique voicemail outgoing messages I've ever heard. Thanks, Rob. It's a tribute to throwing the curveball. Oh, I know you can hit one to skip it and just leave you a message. Yeah, yeah. I always like to listen to it, and I'm waiting for you to come up with the part two. I need to, uh, I need to change it. My office line is actually slightly different. Uh, similar concept, but slightly different. So I probably need to change them up again here relatively soon. So folks like you that, and please don't give out my cell phone number. It's, already <laughs> the, it's, already it's available for a $20 donation to my retirement fund. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so Mitch, you and I go back a little ways and, you know, I've had the pleasure of having Mitch and Vicky come out and do some stuff for RPE and some of our colleagues out here. And you've helped coach me personally over the years. Could you share a little bit for those of my listeners that don't know who you are, a little bit about your experience in the industry and your business? You're in Michigan, right? Correct. Okay. I'm in the up, upper peninsula of Michigan. I did radio back in Maine, ironically enough. You and I have a connection mm-hmm. in New England. So I, did, I started in Maine. I did radio for a couple years. The radio station I was at went bankrupt. Certainly wasn't because they were paying me too much money. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, all, they all never pay what we want them to pay, Mitch. <laughs> exactly. I got a job offer from there. I went to go DJ for Carnival Cruise Lines on board ship uh, at 19 years old. And I had never been on an airplane before, never been to the West Coast before, never been on a cruise ship before. I did it all in a matter of like two days. And wow. I moved to LA, uh, did the cruise ship gig for two years. And if you can't please 1,600 guests on a cruise ship from all over the world with all different musical tastes, you're not a true entertainer. I uh, met my wife on board ship. She was a guest and I was a bad boy. And I moved to Michigan for her. And I spent seven years in Metro Detroit doing weddings, private parties, clubs, things like that. And then once we had our first born, we decided to move to the UP of Michigan, which is where my wife is from originally. Mm-hmm. And so we moved up here and started raising our family and tailored entertainment was opened at that point. And about four years of part-time, I took it full-time. And then we started expanding uh, four years after that, started hiring different talent, training different talent. And that's kind of my DJ business side, if you will. You've also done some stuff and some training for the DJ industry. You're a Gittimer certified sales expert. Is that the proper title? I suppose you can say that. Uh, Gittimer licensed trainer is what I was certified as. 
a while back, and before that was a Gittimer Certified Advisor. Uh, Jeffrey Gittimer wrote Little Red Book of Selling, Little Black Book of Connections, many different books over the years. And so I studied and trained with Jeffrey probably four years ago now. And it was one of those things that was a big accomplishment for me to do that. But then to not only, you know, take that knowledge that I've gleaned from, you know, a, a master salesperson like Jeffrey, but to be able to combine that with my own experience in the industry and be able to help other event professionals become better at not only just sales. I mean, sales is the monetary aspect of what we do. But if you connect on a deeper level with your clients, that's going to propel your business even more forward than you ever dreamed possible before. And you and Vicki Moosney did a bunch of stuff with creating connections and those podcasts are yes, still, sir. they're still out there. Yeah, there's 170 episodes of Creating Connections podcast. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll go backwards a little bit to around the same time that I was becoming a Gittimer certified advisor. I wrote a book called Sales for Event Pros. And then I released a revised edition of it, which broke down the steps into a better digestible, easier to remember uh, portion, which is search, approach, learn, explain, solve a acronym for sales. If you know me and have followed mm -hmm. me any stretch of the imagination along the way, you know that I'm big on acronyms and, <laughs> and mnemonic devices to remember things. And so we, we wrote sales for event pros. Uh, Vicky was a podcast partner of mine. We've done lots of trainings together over the years. Uh, Vicky from the certified personality trainer standpoint, myself from the sales trainer standpoint, to be able to help clients, you know, connect uh, with their help people connect with their clients on a deeper level and to truly understand who they're serving. I have three copies of your sales for event pros books. Okay. You sent me one. Yep. And it was the one that had a duplicate page in it. <laughs> and you put a post-it note in there that said, Rob, I want you to read my book, but just so you know, this page is in here twice. Yes. But you were so eager to have me read it. That yes. you, you sent, and I was always grateful for that. And I still have that book. Then I have the one that's got the right number of pages and everything. <laughs> and now your book's in a second edition. And I will tell you this I read each one of those books on a different beach here in New England nice. in one afternoon each. Yeah. It's an easy read, and a lot of your stuff is common sense. But there are so many nuggets in there of things that you're like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Or, wow, I should try that. That I was, I went and lost a pen in the sand at one of the beaches because I had made so many notes. I went to go cool off and I came back and the pen was, I don't even know where it went. But nice. there's so much information in there. And you do a lot of speaking. You're speaking for the industry. You do stuff with yes. Midwest DJs Live. Yeah. Um, you, you seem to do it all, but I wanted to bring you on and talk a little bit about sales today. Sure. Because that still seems to be our hot button topic in our industry on dealing with today's bride, talking about the chase, I guess you could say, where they contact you. Hi, I'm planning a wedding. This is where it is. This is the date. These are the times. And, or you get your contact form and they just fill it out and they want more information. Mm -hmm. Can you share some tips on how to start that engagement or how to maintain that engagement? And I think the, the first thing is to be genuine in your contact with your client. 
you know, and one thing I teach in the sales for event pros workshop is to do your research first. The search phase is the S of sales. So do your research, if you will, your search phase about your client in advance and just look and see what have, what information do you already know about them based upon what they've given you for information, whether it's an email address, a phone number, the exchange, exchange number on the phone number, uh, the city, uh, look and see, is it a past bridesmaid of an event you've already done in the past? Does the last name ring a bell to you? You know, there's all kinds of things you can do in the search phase. And then from there, you know, touch base with them as immediately as possible as you can. You know, you want to respond quickly to get that connection and then just be persistent. Keep the follow-up going. And sometimes people will blow you off. The biggest question I think that people don't ask is where are you at in the process? Because we think they're inquiring about our services. And I'll give you a great example. I had this happen just recently. And <laughs> collaborating with the venue, because I know the venue owner pretty well, and had a conversation about a client. And she had found out that they're not planning on putting down their money until they get their tax return. <laughs> this is just exploratory for them at this point. Well, that's fine as long as you know that going in. But if you don't ask the question where they're at in their process of looking for things, how are you going to know? That's a big change from even just a few years ago where the brides would write in and it was very easy to send them back a email with a brief overview, attach a brochure to the email right. and end with when is a good time for us to set up an appointment. And I think that one question is definitely a difference maker in today's sales process. Never forget what it was like to be your, <laughs> this is for the older DJs or older people in the audience here, uh, what it was like to be in your client's shoes at that age. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going through college, they're going through moving, they're going through new relationship stress, or they're going through, you know, mom wanting to control the situation or sister trying to give input or, you know, the groom who's just, oh, I'll be there. <laughs> no, They're still I mean, that way. That's the funny thing. Well, yeah. And, and there's a lot of things going on with that bride that she has to deal with. So empathize with her. Be the resource that she can turn to, to hopefully help alleviate some of that stress. You know, and I'm not saying there aren't situations where they're going to lean on you probably more than they should. Uh, I know uh, my office assistant here, Kayleen, had a situation recently where bride eh, leaned on her probably more than she should have. <laughs> when you've earned their trust, their guard is down at that point. Yes. And now they feel like they can lean on you a little bit. And sometimes there are some couples, and I've had the same thing happen, that have leaned on me a little more than they probably should have. And mm -hmm. there's a little information that I know that other people don't at this point. Right. But it's still, I think it helps maintain that relationship. And I think we all forget sometimes what it's like to be in their shoes or more importantly, that they've never done this before and they have yes. no idea what they're doing. Yeah. It, it, many times they, they don't. And I've had some, you know, my couple this past weekend were, and <laughs> I say older couple, is still, you know, my and, and your age, if you will, in that, that ballpark, right? Uh, but this isn't the 19 and 21 year old getting married, you know? 
so know your client. That's the, the biggest thing to go back to is know whom before you sit. Let's say you go through the steps and you start a dialogue and the conversation just quits. I hear a lot of DJs talking now where they've replied and they've had a little bit of a conversation and then all of a sudden it's like you're ghosted. Do you have any tips on how to possibly breathe new life into that or is it not even worth pursuing at that point? If you're ghosted, you have to throw a curveball like the voicemail. You can't just follow up and say, hey, did you get a DJ yet? You know, uh, you, you want to throw the curveball and, and find out, hey, I've got this great restaurant in mind, you know, or, you know, something that might work for your rehearsal dinner. What do you think? And maybe she'll respond back or respond back that, you know, I, I've heard this one from Alan Berg and I'll just share it here. And I want to always give credit where credit is due. Mm -hmm. uh, but in regards to, you know, haven't heard back from you. I've already booked someone. Please respond one of three. I've already booked someone. We're still looking. I'm being chased by a wild bear. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yep. you know again, I'm paraphrasing a little, but th the point is you have to throw the curveball. Uh, what I like to call throw the curveball, which is you have to change their viewpoint and get them to respond. I used to have an email. I still have one that actually goes out. It's got an image on it of a guy in this tower at the very top and it's a whole body of water surrounding him and the very top tippy top of the tower is a little stick figure standing there and it says i'm still here mm -hmm. <laughs> that email gets me more responses than almost any other one i send i have it's something similar that you taught me and not with the picture but we have an email that goes out and we time we have a process and i think that's the other thing when it comes to sales that is really important is it's not just getting on and it's a process that you have yeah. to have in place and one of the ones that i have is actually something similar that says i hope you haven't forgotten about us if you've hired somebody else just let us know and we'll be happy to step back and let you enjoy your day and wish you the best of luck and i find that that works pretty well if you've been ghosted for a little bit, I've also done something similar. Uh, I don't say chasing bears. I say abducted by aliens. So right. uh, some, something a little bit different, but I, I think the curveballs are key. You get through the appointment. Let's, let's jump ahead a little bit. Let's yeah. say you get to a consultation where you've been able to have a constructive dialogue. And then, you know, because there are different points where the couples could ghost you. Yeah. You get the appointment, you do the appointment, you send the thank you note, you wait 10 days, you try them and you're getting nothing. Is well, that I a think, point? Is it still curveball or is at that point you're just um, a little more bold and saying, hey, look at, you know, just to let you know, I'm still holding your date, but all good things must come to an end. At that point to me, you're a little further down the line. I would back it up. And at the end of the appointment, you need to make some decisions and find out where they're at. And I don't, to me, if you've gone through, I've said this many, many times over the years, if you've gone through all the steps in your sales appointment, whether it's, it doesn't matter again, how it happens, virtual in person, doesn't matter your office, their place, whatever. Um, you truly feel in your heart of hearts that you're a right fit. You are doing a disservice to the client by not asking for their business, in my opinion. 
Mm-hmm. So ask them for their business. Tell them you'd love to work with them if you truly would. But the four words you need to say at the end of your quote unquote presentation, which again, I, I don't, I'd rather be a conversation mm-hmm. you know, about their day. I, I don't have a PowerPoint presentation. I don't. It's a conversation um, about what their options are. And then we talk about, you know, ways we can help them at the end and show them, you know, options of pricing and things like that. But the four words you say simply are, what do you think? Powerful Shut stuff. Up. <laughs> Shut up. It puts, it puts <laughs> the ball in their court. Totally. And at that point, like you said, what do you think? And then shut up and let them, they're going to move before you do. You know, give them space they need to talk. That's fine. Uh, or if they say, well, we need, we need time to talk about things. No problem. Totally get that. It's a big decision. Are there other entertainment options you're considering? Because I've had brides lately. They're looking at bands. I'm like, I wouldn't even know they're looking at bands unless that came out in conversation. Right. So here you are thinking you're losing them to another DJ or whatever. And the reality is they're looking at another option that's completely different, but still provides entertainment. And then you got to have the conversation around that. Well, you know, bands are great. I love a live band as much as the next person. I go to concerts all the time. But a live band is often like DJs from the standpoint of just showing up with music and playing, or are they truly going to run the night? You know, th- there's a questions to ask, you know, we got, you know, if the band breaks out in a thrift shop, is that going to sound exactly like how you want it to sound? Mm. <laughs> Maybe not, you know, so it's conversation, right? Right. About what and, they want and to create. I agree with you. That's how it should be. It should be more of a conversation and less of a presentation. Yeah. And so the, what do you think question just, and if it's follow-up, great. Then set the date for follow-up and make sure you follow through on it. And you may not book them in the next week. I've got one that's been hanging out for, gosh, four or five months, and she finally turned around and ended up booking us. Sometimes they just need more time, and that's okay, too, as long as you know where you're at in process. I think when we get frustrated it's because we haven't asked the question to know where we're at in process. What's up next for Mitch Taylor? Where can we see you live? Do you have another book coming out? Are you going back into podcasting? Are you going to a good concert anytime soon? Uh, so great, great question. Lots of things as, as always on the plate for me live at seven fifty five. If you search that hashtag, you'll see over three seasons of content from me. If you search that hashtag, you can find it on Facebook. Uh, you search hashtag live at 755, 755, the numbers. Uh, you'll find content there from me. I go live at 75 Eastern most every day. I skip Wednesdays currently due to my BNI commitment that I have on Wednesday mornings. But besides that, that's where you can find content from me pretty much daily. Uh, DJN TV is co-hosting or co-locating this year with Photo Booth Expo. That's going to be February 24th to the 27th at South Point Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I'm excited that they asked me to speak on the photo booth track as well as the DJ track. And awesome. I believe we're going to do a master class out there as well on wedding sales. So we'll be doing a, uh, a couple of different seminars and uh, a master class out there for that. And I've become involved with the board for Midwest DJs Live over the last three years. And 
it's a great conference and it's produced in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This, this year's dates are April 26th to April 28th. And we're looking forward to having a great two days of networking and tacit knowledge being shared between presenters and attendees and attendees to attendees. And tacit knowledge, what's that? Tacit knowledge simply is the knowledge that you and I would share over a coffee, Rob, together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just the something I gave here in the podcast as well, asking the question of, you know, where are we at in the process? That's tacit knowledge, something that I do that maybe you're not doing or is it something you're doing that maybe I'm not doing, something I need help in, in my business that you can share that you do in yours that will help me move forward. That's tacit knowledge, something I can take and immediately apply. I presented at Midwest two years ago. Yes, you did. And I will say this. The one thing I really liked about Midwest DJs Live was it was an intimate setting in my eyes. I wasn't in front of like 500 to 700 DJs. It was a room of about 100 to 150. Yeah. I felt the questions were more genuine because I had had dinner with somebody at a table who knew the person who was asking the question. As a presenter, I was totally blown away about the amount of Diet Dr. Pepper you guys made sure I had. <laughs> and just the goodie bag and the hospitality was incredible. And the nice thing that I was able to experience is I caught up with some old friends, some people who I haven't seen in a long time from that region. More importantly, I made some new friends and it was, there was a lot of camaraderie at that conference. And yeah. uh, I, now that I know what the dates are, I can begin to take a look and see how that's going to look for me to be able to be out there this year. So Mitch, is it at the same location, the casino? No, Midwest DJs Live has moved now to the Hyatt in downtown Milwaukee. Again, dates are April 26th to April 28th. You can get your tickets at MidwestDJsLive.com. That's MidwestDJsPluralLive.com. And we're very much looking forward to the show growing again in a new location. Uh, it started in the back of a pub in Racine, Wisconsin. Literally just guys bringing in their gear, showing each other their mixes, that same tacit knowledge, right? We talked mm -hmm. about earlier. Yep. And then it's exploded over the years and grown into a conference, a full-on production conference of 100 to 150 attendees every single year. You know, Mitch, it sounds like Midwest is going to be great this year. Do you have some speakers lined up yet, or is that a secret that's going to be revealed at some point in the future? We do, actually. We have two that I will make sure people know about right now. Mm -hmm. One of them is a guy who has had major success in the DJ world on the East Coast, ironically enough, and yet transitioned that into also major success in the speaking world and the podcasting world. And I do believe you know him as well, uh, Rob, and his name is Doug Sandler. We had Doug on episode two. Yes. That is going to be incredible. Yeah, Doug is one of our keynotes, so mm -hmm. he's going to be presenting uh, in his podcast, Nice Guys on Business, is a great one to follow as well. But uh, So Doug is going to be speaking for us. And then, you know, in the industry, Rob, uh, you and I are big Red Sox fans. So we oh, yeah, we had the game the other night. Yeah, we, we could talk baseball until the cows come home. But mm -hmm. in baseball, they often talk about, you know, a five-tool player and a guy having everything that he can do very, very well and very top of his game, right? 
And so for me, I often talk about when I'm talking in, about sales and things like that, or, or the DJ business, the six facets, you know, marketing, sales, operations, planning, production, performance. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, there are very few people, in my opinion, that excel at all six of those facets. They may be amazing at one or two. I, I, I think I'm pretty decent at one or two, but I'm not <laughs> excelling at all, at all six. Certainly, I have people that help me with that or I turn to for mentors for that, things like that. Uh, but this guy that we have, or another keynote that we have uh, signed already for Midwest DJs Live is one of those guys that is a true top of his game, all six facets. He runs an amazing company out of Cleveland, Ohio, from Rock the House, we're going to be having Matt Radicelli join us this year. No kidding. Yep. That is going to be super. And if those are the two that you've got lined up already, I can't wait to see who else you got lined up and to uh, see what that show is going to have to offer next year. That's definitely going to be a lineup that I think a lot of people are going to want to come check out. I really appreciate the opportunity to have you on the show today. I look forward to maybe having you back at some point as we get closer to Midwest and maybe we can do a little preview episode and chat awesome. a little bit and give you a little mileage on that. I'd love to do that with you. And uh, I wish you well, my friend. It's always great to catch up and I'm sure we'll be talking sooner rather than later. That sounds great. Thank you, Rob. Not a problem. Okay. Listen, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Give us your ideas for future guests, questions, or topics or just stay informed about upcoming episodes on our Facebook page or visit www.mobiledjpodcast.biz. The Mobile DJ Business Podcast is a production of Rob Peters Entertainment, all rights reserved.